is this is a football podcast, man. Meat, football, good. Man, we talk football. We eat burgers. <laughs> Welcome back to Scramble Drill. This is the podcast where Ben and I have weekly fantasy uh, therapy sessions and mostly get super duper emotional about fantasy football. It's a lot of rage involved. Lots. There's not much happiness now that I think about it. I mean, I won a, I won a championship this year, so I'm pretty happy. You did. But at the same time, throughout the season, even though you won a championship, there were very many uh, rage fests. and I send a lot of angry texts many times throughout the season yeah ben's a very uh, emotional fantasy player we've got a very special episode on this edition of scramble drill we brought in the commissioner of the granddaddy of them all to join us you could say he's our father for fantasy <laughs> he has knocked me out of the playoffs oh four out of gosh. the past five years in the granddaddy of them all we don't need to talk about his fantasy record because it's basically impeccable it speaks for itself it is. There have been worse records. Let's see if I can get this off the dome. It's four straight fantasy championships in the Granddaddy of the Mall. In the Granddaddy of the Mall, yes. Um, the only time you don't win that league is when you're actively trying to rebuild. <laughs> Ripped it to the studs this year. And uh, and I'm getting Marvin Harrison Jr. out of it. So so the studs. In a one QB. It, it went to the studs, and and now we're bouncing. I back. don't know how it went to the studs, and somehow you still have like. Chris Olave, Bijan Robinson, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Kyle Pitts. My name is Landon Davis, by the way. <laughs> yes, we forgot to Landon actually Davis. mention. There's two different Landons that they talk about on He's this podcast. But. Yeah, so this is the commissioner of the Granddaddy, all yes. Landon. Yes. And we brought him on this one to talk about quarterbacks. We've been trying to get you on the show for a while. It, it's been a few times we tried to get it worked out. but Yeah, I guess you? we just hadn't worked out the – I don't know. And I don't like you guys that much. So. Fair enough. That's yeah. <laughs> Just We're all watching the Super Bowl today, yes. so we took advantage. Of yes, the absolutely. Opportunity. We got Ben to drive up from uh, his Middle native of country yeah. of South Carolina, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we got Landon to come in. It's dangerous down there. It really is. I still think about that time that you told me that you work at a vet and that a like severely terrifying Russian woman came in. Yes, yeah, she came in screaming and threatened your life. A lot of Russians down there. I'm 99% sure they're a plant family. Like, they are spies. <laughs> like, they come in, they breed these, this Russian blue type of cat. What? Yeah. What? So, apparently it's an expensive cat, and one day one of them died. And the, the guy is always super nice, but his wife's kind of standoffish. I think she might be, like, the true double agent or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she come in just, like, yelling at him, My cat died! What are you going to do about it? And I, I, it was terrifying. It was the scariest <laughs> thing that's ever happened. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. You don't, don't move to Camden. Yeah, don't. No, there's nothing there except Ben. And Russians. <laughs> I have been single-handedly fighting the Russians in Camden, South Carolina. <laughs> Going full Rambo First Blood style. Um, okay. So to lead things off, I had just a commissioner question. Because we talk about the Grand Daddy of them all so fondly, and it is our favorite league. Far and away my favorite league. Of course. I figured just off the dome, what are some things that you've done consciously as the commissioner to make the granddaddy of them all what it is? So 
we started it when we were all in college, and we all went to the same college. So that was a big deal. And we started with punishments was like the first big thing we did. So, um, and that was before it was even a dynasty league. It was just redraft at that point. And we were doing punishments for the loser. And we had some, we had some fun ones. I think Ben's talked about his, his time on that, on this podcast before. Um, what made me what I am today. That's (laughs) that's what made Ben who he was today. And then actually we started, if you guys remember making just funny videos about it, Yes. We made just funny videos where I would go around, and if you guys have seen, I don't remember the guy's name, but whatever the, he played for the Minnesota Vikings, and he would go around the locker room with all those questions. Yep. So I would do that. Mike Robinson? What? Who it was? That doesn't sound right. I know he did it with the Seahawks, too. Oh, okay. Maybe, it was, maybe it was, this was a white guy. Okay. Yeah. And so I, we would do that, and it was actually like kind of called on on our campus we went to a small campus but like a lot of people watched those videos yeah and so like people who knew nothing about football who didn't care about fantasy football they would you know see us making the videos and they would be asking they would actually like interested in the league so that was pretty cool and we got some buy-in that way um i only got a waiting list from that like, yes our league yeah we had a waiting list at that point um and then as you know we moved away we started adding some new stuff in and i will say this is a home league like Obviously, this doesn't happen if you're just playing in a normal league with random people, right? Right. This is a home, like a homegrown league. This is the granddaddy of them all. This is the league we care the most about. So, right. We started doing things like uh, power rankings uh, that would come out. Whatever. What is it like? Once every four weeks, I do power rankings and um, write these things up on just a Google Doc and send it out to the whole league. And um, let me think. What are some? Oh, we added a Pro Bowl at the end of the season. So That's like, right. We the actually Pro Bowl is really interesting. It is. Like. It's really interesting. We actually, uh, I send out like a ballot after the regular season, and the guys vote on. There's we have divisions, and the guys vote on the teams, and then in week seventeen we do like a, like you just whoever got voted on is in the roster, and we keep up with the scores, and we have some stuff on the line in week seventeen for the winning division, um, so that's a pretty cool one that people like. And then what's I feel like we have more stuff. You added um, some more. You 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 did re- a lot. Okay, yeah, we do weekly wrap ups this year. Um, so every week I would kind of just write a recap. And the thing I think the guys like the most is we actually do like similar to Madden cards uh, for each player who has the best game. Like they get a Madden card for the week. We call it a Mully card because it's the Mully Boys League. But of course, the guys seem to really enjoy that, and so. They're like three, th- like you got three a week or something, the three best games. And so it was a lot of fun. We, we just, and once we've got buy in, like there's no actual money in that league at all. No, but that's the crazy thing it's about the thing, that it's league. It's the one people want to win the most because I, I, I would, guess we I would give up all of the paid leagues I've won <laughs> to win that one one time. I swear. Yeah. Cause if we just, we just started that stuff and it gets, I mean, the guys love it. So what do you think is like the, if you had to pick one of the things that you've done that's created, engagement in the league what is the favorite thing you've done and like why do you think it worked because i guess here's where i'm thinking about it a lot of people listen to this and commission leagues and are in leagues and something that i find interesting and something that i've seen before is people get really interested in like how do you make your league really fun to be in yeah um and there's i just know like you've done a lot of creative stuff with Mm -hmm. that league yeah and it's fun for a lot of different reasons beyond that but just like the added the added, like, having the weekly wrap-ups, having the the mully cards, it's always, like, 
I don't know, you just get invested in it right. way more than you should. And like when your guy has a good week, you're waiting to see if he got a card. Right. I get mad that when you when you come out late on these things too. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tomorrow instead of today. What? Yeah. Like we gave you crap because your your first child was born and the yeah. cards came out a week a, a day late and we yeah. were like <laughs> Yes. What is this man doing? Yeah, what's going on? Um, She's having the baby, not you. I think, <laughs> I think what I would say is like if you're playing in, like I said, a, a random league, don't even – you're just going to have turnover. Like oh, yeah. don't even try. I mean you can try stuff. It might work. It might not. The, but for home leagues, I think what helped us is we were all together at college together watching – going out to restaurants on Sundays, watching the games together. Like I think that's what really made this one take off. And then once they, I saw how much the guys liked it – I think the power rankings was huge. Yeah. That's um, my personal favorite. Yeah, I think the power rankings. Um, and now it's it's kind of a lot of work. Like, I spend a good amount no, of time you, you on this. You have to spend, like, what, like six hours a week? Uh, the power – no, not six. The power rankings probably take three. The wrap-ups probably take one and a half, something like that. But then also Josh is, Josh is Photoshop guy. He actually makes the cards, so he takes however long, 20 minutes a week, 30 minutes, whatever it takes. So, yeah. But, I, I mean, I would say – the fact that it's a home league that we were all there together and then just doing something to like something that gets them excited, whatever it is. Maybe it's power rankings for you, maybe it's cards, whatever it is, just that's how we get by. I can't imagine at some at this point somebody dropping out of that league. No. Like it would be shocking. We've even <laughs> Yeah, we, we'll see. We'll see. You could you could see like there's even times when people aren't super active, and even then you're like They'll never leave this league. Yeah, no, they're not going to leave. And even last year, we actually, for the first time, really talked about adding money. Mm -hmm. we, we ended up not even voting on it. but And that's another thing. We vote on everything. Like, I don't make any decisions, really. We yeah. Everything is voted on. But um, we actually talked about it. And then I remember when we were talking about it, somebody was like, what's even the point of doing this? Like, yeah. Like everyone does money in leagues, but for that league, it was like it's so I don't funny. Even know you do you do money so that you have like everybody yeah in the league and paying attention to and stuff. And people, we already do that. Yeah. So like the money wouldn't add anything <laughs> we like, other than I guess you unless get we a did check a, like a real amount of money, like right. a decent buy-in, and nobody really wanted to do that. Five hundred dollars, dude. I do, and plus I pushed back because I was like, I just won this thing four years in a row, and I got zero dollars. Yeah, and now we're gonna deserve money when I'm tearing it down. Right, that's your problem, but not that, ours. That wasn't a real that dude. Was people, just a people comment. do ridiculous. Like there was a guy <clears throat> at my work who sent me a message because he knew I was super into fantasy. Like right before the season, he was like, "I've got this big buy-in league. Do you want in? I know you're in fantasy." And I was like. What's the buy-in? He was like, it's a $750 buy-in. <laughs> He's like, you're, but if you win and you do like weekly high-score play. Yeah, redraft. redraft. There's weekly high-score payouts. Um, and if you win the league, you're probably clear. And I mean, I, I didn't do the math on it, but it's... 10-team, 12-team, what is it? It was 12-team. 12-team, wow. And I think you, the That's winner, big. That, the winner like cleared like 50% oh, for winning the whole league. Oh, but then you have the weekly, the weekly payouts too. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're making a lot of money. Yeah, fifty percent. You're getting like it was wild. forty five hundred bucks at yeah. least. So, so it's a lot, but, but yeah. Shall we talk some quarterbacks? That's what I'm here to do. Landon has one particular one quarterback in particular. He's very excited to bring up. Oh yeah. Put it in preface. Landon's a huge Patrick. I'm a okay. Big, I'm a big Patrick Mahomes fan, but you, you will see. I'm fair in my ranking of Patrick Mahomes. Yes. So we did a composite list. Go ahead. My ranking is. <laughs> 
<laughs> sprinkled in with some of y'all's crap. So we have a composite. Okay. <laughs> Josh was very clear when we did tight ends that it was a composite list and this wasn't his quote Listen, unquote. Listen, and I'm not a I had guy. no issues with any of the rankings. I just wanted people to know what they were listening to. I'm a tears guy. I'm not a ranking. So some of these for me, yeah. like I'm not we can I kind of do I kind of do agree with you, I'll be honest. We can fluidly break it into tears as we're doing it. Yeah, let's let's it just makes it difficult to like get a clear one through. We're doing right. 15 guys. Okay. It yeah. makes it difficult to do a clear one through 15 when you have tears. Yeah. But I think there is a clear one, I'll be honest. Yeah. What's that? There is a clear, one. a clear one. Yes. Yeah, it's it's Josh Allen. Yeah. And it's Patrick Mahomes. At two. At two. And it's Jalen Hurts at three. Yeah. We All three of us had that same top three. Yeah. Um, You said right before we hit record that Josh Allen is basically in a tier of his own. I, maybe he's not in a tier of his own, but if there is an argument for Patrick Mahomes to be number one, I don't know what it is. Like, Josh Allen, I, I say it all the time when I'm talking to Ben and Josh, like, he can play terrible. You will watch the game, and he had a terrible game, and you fin he finishes with 28 points. Yeah. And you're like, how does that happen? I know he was <laughs> Threw bad. Threw for 160 <laughs> yards and, like, you're two like, picks. I know he was bad, but he just he scores so many touchdowns, and Patrick Mahomes... I mean, obviously the Chiefs just changed up their play style so much this year. I don't know. And I know Mahomes was the QB1 last year, so it's not like it's not like he's, you know, miles behind, but I, I would not have a problem having Josh Allen in Tier 1. Josh Allen, the last four years, has finished the QB1, the QB1, the QB2, and the QB1. Is that any good? It's, it's pretty good. That's pretty good, I think. <laughs> it's pretty good. So – you know, like we know Patrick Mahomes is incredible, but even still, he's been the last four years, QB4, QB4, QB1. I mean, it's, this QB8. was this was still a floor year for Patrick Mahomes. Like, this Absolutely. was worst case scenario. I, I can't imagine he ever has a worse finish than this. And he was eight. This was worst yeah. case like, scenario. He's a QB1 in an eight team league. Like, that's. Yeah, no, I'm looking. This is a five point per touchdown league. And so the, <laughs> the numbers are a little bit inflated. But, I like five points. I'll be honest. Yeah, five points is good. The last he scored three hundred and seven fantasy points in that scoring this year. Yeah, that's the lowest he's ever scored. Yeah, the just, last time he had less than four hundred was uh, in twenty nineteen. Remember when he got hurt and he missed a couple games at the end of the year? He was the QB seven that that year and he played fourteen games out of sixteen. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a bigger real life Mahomes fan, fan than fantasy Mahomes. I'm I'm obviously I have him at two, firmly. Right. Firmly, so it's not like right. I can't believe you're hating on Patrick Mahomes yeah, right now. I can't believe I hate Patrick Mahomes. I no, have, a, but I do have a question though. Like, I wonder if Patrick Mahomes is getting to the part of his career where he's more of a pocket passer and touchdown dependent because he has been mobile and he's given you a safe floor, like 350 to 400 yards rushing every year. I mean, yeah. he had the most rushing yards he's ever had this year. No, I, I don't think he's getting more to a pocket passer, but he is getting more, and people hate on this word but he is getting more he was a game manager this year like he 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 was he not a game manager in that he can't make the big plays but he was a game manager and he was like okay my defense is really good I'm just not gonna turn it over and that is great for the Chiefs in the playoffs I mean you see either in the Super Bowl but it's bad for fantasy football owners he did have his most interceptions in a year this year though well, yeah, he had his most interceptions, and some of those were Kadarius Tony throwing the ball to the Dude, other team. Two of those were <laughs> so, two of those were exclusively Kadarius yeah, Tony. Yes, so, did you see he's a healthy scratch for the Super Bowl already? Oh yeah, I did see that. But so yeah, he turned the ball over, but he was he was just take he was still taking less chances and turned the ball over more just because their offense was lost for eight weeks this year. Yeah, 
they don't have the personnel to make the big plays he used to. No, they don't have they don't have Tyreek Hill. So I mean, can right. he still win the Super Bowl? Yeah, he did it last year. He might do it later today, but he's not going to score fifty touchdowns. Right. At three, we go Jalen Hurts, and he's he's very similar to Josh Allen in that he can be very bad on the field and still have a very good fantasy week. Right. Because you have the tush push where he's getting 15 rushing touchdowns a season. So crazy. Ben loves DeAndre Swift, so he hates the tush push. <laughs> he's so mad. Those when two things are direct. DeAndre Swift could have been a top line. five running back this year. He would have probably. And, and we, we have him at three, but everywhere you look, he's lower than this. Really? Like everywhere I've seen, he's four or five right now. Like he has slid. He has that slid. That is wild. It's and the same argument for Josh Allen. Like he's going to score 10 rushing touchdowns. Yes. AJ Brown and Devontae Smith still play for the Eagles, right? Last yes, I checked. And Dallas Goddard? <laughs> yes, like they I do. know, obviously, the tush push might get banned. Jason Kelsey may retire, but man, Jalen Hurts is. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I'm assuming T. Higgins is going to leave the Bengals. So is there a better duo of receivers once he leaves the Bengals than A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith? I don't think there is. You you could argue Hill and Waddle. That's it. And and I may take Brown and Smith. I mean, they're they're very close, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Hurts has had double-digit rushing touchdowns three years in a row. That'll do it. That's all. Digit. Yeah. Dude. There's running back ones that didn't have double-digit <laughs> touchdowns this year. Yeah, if you Jameer Gibbs, just like the, the the touchdown leaders all year long, he was top five yeah. all year That's long. That's crazy, man. So he's always going to be good, and he is he's yet to throw for twenty five touchdowns in a season. And he's getting a little dinged because he was banged up and he didn't perform as well down the stretch. But man, he's don't drop him below three. Yeah, he's he's really good. We have a we have sort of a tear break. I know Josh Allen kind of edges Mahomes and Hurts and that he could be he could be in his own tier if he wanted him to be. But there's a drop. Based on current data, his floor is QB two. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but there is a drop after three where yeah. it's either consistency or ceiling or some combination of those two. Um in our composite, Lamar comes in at QB four, the MVP, where he was not inside the top 10 in pass yards or touchdowns. I'm not saying he, he ran, ran away, away with the MVP. I'm not necessarily like saying he he doesn't deserve it. Like he was the best player on the best team, but like if you compare like stats, I mean like Josh Allen blows him away. Like so many other guys. Just yeah, but that's the thing. Lamar is the opposite of Josh Allen. Lamar can have a game, you watch it and you're like, "Oh my goodness, he was the best player on the field far and away." And he has 14 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. He'll give it to Gus Edwards yeah, every time in the class. Gus class. Edwards will have three or eight carries for 17 yards and two touchdowns. You know what? It is, I, it is I really hope DeAndre Swift goes to the Ravens. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Lamar will not steal touchdowns no, from him. He will not. He will not. Lamar's so interesting because he leads quarterbacks in rushing every single year, but he doesn't score touchdowns. I don't know why they don't just run stuff for him in the red zone. I guess it's. I mean, he's I not. A, he's he not a pounder. About this. He is slender. But you to could get him out in space. You could run. You know where they run that? That where they have like a tight end or a fullback come in motion across the formation yeah. on like the three yard line. Yeah. And then you create this like choice route where you either throw to the tight end or you run with the quarterback or you have like an RPO with the running back or something in there. Yeah. I don't know. How, I like, do get it's it. Indefensible. All his touchdowns the... are like over eight yards. Yeah. Like he doesn't get any two yard touchdowns. Rushing. I mean, I I get it though from the st- coaching staff's perspective. I'm like, if the running game's going to work there, there's no reason to put him at risk. 
Yeah, and we yes. have a hammer in the backfield. Yeah. There's no That's reason to risk him getting yeah. hurt. It yeah. does make sense, but it's extremely for frustrating. fantasy. It is frustrating. We have the new age Legarrette Blunt in the backfield. <laughs> Lamar, <laughs> like Lamar, should be a top three quarterback every single year for fantasy. At any given week, if you had to pick who's going to be the QB one this week, if they're all at their best, it's Lamar every time, probably. But yeah, I mean, if you're if you were so, doing like a Vegas odds, Lamar's yes. always going to be top four to have in the odds. number one week. But he just he's going to throw in. Five games of thirteen or less points, and it's like, gosh. Yeah, I mean, pray it's not in the playoffs. This season, he had in five point per touchdown scoring, he had a week of six points, Ugh. nine points, twelve points, eleven points. Uh, yeah, those were his main duds. Yeah, I mean, it's not great, but at the same time, he gives you forty five, thirty five, forty. Oh yeah, and he frequently. was throwing a forty five out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> What? Against Houston, if you were playing, I he's mean, uh, playing in the he's the George playoffs, Kittle but. of quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has real stinkers and and weak winners, and you're like, oh well. He's a great QB two in Superflex if yeah. you could make that happen, dude. In yeah. in in the granddaddy of them all, you were always like, you have you have him and you have Herbert, and it was a constant so like I've every had, week I've of had like a take on that coming up. Oh yeah, on yeah one QB leagues, but we'll keep going. Okay, yeah. Um, so at five in the composite, Joe Burrow. Shiesty comes in. He's unbelievable. We do need to talk about this sort of stretch between QB four and like QB eight because this is where the differences pop out, and I think you can make an argument for anyone between four and eight yep. to be four and also eight. Yeah, for me that's the case where, yeah. like, if you love Herbert and you think I'm taking Herbert over Lamar, that's fine. If you if you just love Strout and you're like I'm taking Strout over. Burrow, that's fine. Like, they're all kind of. I know I just mentioned those guys, and we haven't mentioned them yet, but yeah, they're, <laughs> they're in, in that stretch of four to eight. Either, yeah. Spoiler um, alert: We will mention Stroud in, and <laughs> and Burrow on this list. He's, he's in there. He's in the top fifteen. I wonder. So, Ben is the Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. I am. I love pro, both. Of like flag planting. He is. Yeah, pants on fire. I don't for, think I'm necessarily wrong either. Well, there's. Players. There's no like wrong answer, but I do want to talk about the difference between having the mobile quarterback and the pocket passer because a guy like, I don't know, let's say Anthony Richardson, you could throw Lamar in there because they're in a similar spot. Yeah. Like there's every single year, Lamar and I would say Richardson are probably going to be between like three and seven at worst for fantasy. Whereas with the pocket passer guys, depending on how the touchdowns fall, you could have a season where they're the QB one, or you could have a season where they're the QB eleven. Yeah, there's just a wider range of outcomes with those guys. But I will say the only thing with with Joe Burrow that has kept him from being that is injury. Like when he's been healthy, he's been the quarterback seven and the quarterback four. Yeah, Burrow is. I, I'm I'm not too worried about Bur- Burrow. I mean, I know he's basically. I mean, very little rushing upside. How many yards does he rush for a season? I mean, like hundred. I kind of, I kind of want to sort of disagree there because I mean, the first his first year, he tore. He, I mean, he had the devastating knee injury, which could happen to anybody at any time. So the second year, he's kind of he has 118 yards rushing, but he's coming off like half the season he's wearing a brace. Yeah. Year two, he rushes for 260 yards. Okay, that's and more than I thought. 260 was. yards, and then obviously he got banged up again this past year. So he's not as immobile as people. 
like think they want to label him a statue. He's not. I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's a statue. No, but. he's not a statue. He does give you some rushing, but it's not quite the rushing of a Mahomes. Yeah, not even a Mahomes. Where it's say. it's not like a safe floor of rushing. It's kind of like a nice little cherry on top with rushing. But at the same time, he also I do get what you're saying is is it does it messes with the floor a little bit too. But he's also, I mean, we'll be be surprised if he throws for 45 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. No, no, we no, would not be. No, no, no. no, you wouldn't. Even if they get, even if Higgins doesn't come back, they're going to add somebody and Brian um, Thomas is what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah, Brian Thomas, somebody like that and I'm not I'm not worried about Joe Burrow at all. Five is if you think he's four, fine. That's fine. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, I there's mean, a, there's no reason player. to worry, but I do wonder like if it's if you're in a draft and push comes to shove, do you lean just the archetype of the running quarterback or the archetype of the passer? I mean, in general, the running quarterback, but Joe Burrow is not just. I mean, he's not Kirk. And I'll say the same argument what we had just with Lamar. I mean, Lamar will have his dud games too because he doesn't score. Yeah. So you can you can kind of argue that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Joe's gonna throw touchdowns for sure. At uh, six, we've got Justin Herbert. Yeah. Every single year, it's it's like a Justin Herbert Joe Burrow two pack somewhere in the rankings. They go they're back right to back. There. They're right there. Because they're they're I think they're, I mean they're very similar. Except Herbert runs a little bit more than Burrow does. But I don't even think he did. He run that much this past year. I don't know. I feel like he could. I don't know if he does. Like we've seen I feel like he's a better athlete, but he doesn't run. Yeah. As I've much. seen him have like hundred yard rushing games out of the blue for some reason, but he just he, doesn't, he doesn't want to run. No. He also has dealt with a lot of injuries the past couple of years, and I wonder if that has and something to do through with him. it. Yeah. Oh, he's a dog. Justin yeah. Herbert's a dog. That ribs injury a year ago, and like, dude couldn't throw the ball at all. Dude, and it he was, was playing. brutal. It was brutal watching that. He was awful. This year he broke. I don't know how many fingers. Yeah. It was like more than one. He's. A, he's I like seeing similar. the fire from like because the team was struggling late, and Joe Joe like not Joe. Justin Herbert, he's like always just so calm and even keel. And you started to see him like start yelling at guys on the field. I don't know. I like seeing the fire from Justin Herbert. He wants a little Tom Brady in there when he's just get yeah. get Justin angry. Yeah. Out. And he's also, I mean, he's a veteran now. I mean, at this point, he's what four year vet. He's twenty five yeah. years old. And he's a four year vet. Four year vet. Wow. Any opinions on what that offense will look like and potentially what Justin Herbert will look like for fantasy with Jim Harbaugh and also with um, who they get at the offensive coordinator? It was a dude from Baltimore, and I knew his name before we hit record, and I blanked on it. Offensive coordinator? Oh, yeah. Greg, Greg Roman. Roman. There we go. Yeah. No, they, they're definitely going to run the ball, but, I mean, his efficiency is going to go up with the running game going up. So, I'm, I, I don't think it affects his ranking at all. Yeah, I kind of think – I mean, Greg Roman's kind of viewed as he, – he, I mean, obviously he likes to run the ball, but if you look at the quarterbacks like he's used, like he, he – he's the first one who got Lamar to an MVP. So, like, he – Lamar threw 38 touchdowns. Yeah, like he knows – it's not that he, he's going to want to run the ball, obviously, but he knows how to get the most out of the guys he's got. So I think the offense, it's not going to throw it 60 times a game like they were, but like you said, Justin Herbert's going to be more efficient. And, like, it's it's not like they're going to run the ball and Herbert's going to throw the ball 25 times a game. Like, you have Justin Herbert. You're not going to put him on a leash. They're going to let him go. The biggest change, honestly, for me is their defense is going to be better. Yeah. So – you would they, hope he may not be trying to score forty every week. That that's the only. It's not they're going to run the ball more, so he's going to drop. That that's not a big deal to me. I mean, the, yeah. if he throws the ball thirty times a game, it's going to be a more efficient thirty times than. I would rather that than forty-five times to Austin Eckler. The other thing it will too, be interesting about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, what they do there, 
with their cap situation? Do they draft Bowers? Do they draft another receiver? Oh, dude. Landon and I text about like every day about Malik Neighbors going to the Chargers, <laughs> I think. Malik Neighbors goes to the Chargers. That's, oh, my God. That's goodness. terrifying. Like, yeah. This is, this is, I mean, kind of sidetrack. If, say, say worst case scenario happens, Marvin Harrison Jr. goes to the Patriots yeah. and Malik Neighbors goes to the Chargers, who do you take at 101? In like a one quarterback league or 102? In one quarterback, um, a, like, are we assuming like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are gone? I'm assuming that there's no way they keep. They, they're, they're not keeping. No, one of them. I'm at least one of them is gone. Let's do this. I think the conservative assumption is Mike Williams is gone. Keenan yeah. Allen stays. Keenan Allen's there. I mean, Quentin Johnson. That's a target hog right there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> dog. No, no, Beast no. mode. Um, I, I would draft Harrison, but if you took neighbors, that I mean. I, I think that would be fine. I think that's completely. I think Marvin Harrison is the best, obviously best receiver in the draft. He's probably the best prospect in the past ten years outside of like Jamar Chase. Yeah. But I don't think Neighbors is realistically that far behind him. Like he is an elite prospect. I, I think I, he would be number one in most drafts. Here's what I would do. I would not make the decision. I would trade from 101 to 102 and let somebody else make that decision yeah. and take whoever's left. If 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 the Patriots did nothing at quarterback, like if they go into the year. And oh, I mean, they got nothing at quarterback. I might take neighbors. Yeah, I might take neighbors. But if they got a Kirk Cousins or something, I would still. I still think the Patriots end up with Jane Daniels, or they, or they either trade the pick. I think Harrison will be moved. Oh, I really hope he goes to the Cardinals. That'd be filthy. That'd be unbelievable. That would boost one of these quarterbacks. We're going to talk so about. Many reasons. Whoa, 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 whoa! We're going to talk about a Cardinals quarterback. We are. Is, Ky is Kyler in y'all's top fifteen? <laughs> <laughs> Just made the cut. At uh, at seven, we've got C.J. Stroud. Yeah, you could argue him higher. You probably do have him higher, Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, I think he didn't show a lot of rushing upside either. But his his ceiling is higher than I thought it would be. He had forty six point weeks this year. He had over thirty point weeks this year. Not a ton of them, but he did it. So like, I didn't think he would. Even if he was a good player, I didn't think he'd have that type of ceiling. I mean, I think he can. He can next season turn into Justin Herbert. Or Joe, or Joe yeah, Burrow. He I didn't turn the ball over either. He had five picks. Yeah, that was surprising. Um, so, I mean, I, I think I was surprised, obviously, with just how good he was. Everyone was. But the fact that I saw 40-point and 30-point weeks from him, and it wasn't just like 22 every week, so that's good for a rookie. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like he saw I saw the ceiling. So, I could you could argue him higher, but. I think I think that's a good one. I don't know if we, like, mentioned it, but, like, it's, these Tier 2 guys – I think Mahomes, like Hurts and Allen, obviously, like a tw 20 points is a bad week for them. Yeah. These guys are a little bit more of like, they could be lower, but their ceiling is 45 points. Yeah, and we, yeah it's it's different thing. It's consistency. It's all of them have high ceilings. So there, yeah. there's a few reasons they're not in tier one. But there's one more name I think in this tier we haven't talked. Yeah, one more. Yeah, name. there's one more. It's Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson. He could be higher at the end of next season. I want to talk about Anthony Richardson versus Stroud for a second because yeah. we have a little water bet where I think Richardson will outscore Stroud next year, which would, in my, in my like, I think in I my said mind, that in if, joke. <laughs> I took it very seriously. I'm good with it. I'll stick. I'll stick with my guns. Give me Tank Dale and Nico Collins back. Okay, well, let's let's go. Oh, this is interesting. Stroud I, or Richardson. I think Richard, like if I think Richardson's going to outscore Stroud next year, then obviously he's got to be higher for me in a dynasty ranking. But well, not necessarily. 
I mean, if you're looking at, if I think if I think Richardson is better right now, he's the same age. It would only be just injury risk. That'd be the only right. reason. And then, but I feel like Richardson has more room to improve. Like I think Stroud is already very good. Yeah. And Richardson is. I don't really know what he is as a real Richardson's NFL quarterback an, right now. Richardson's another one of those guys. If you're just betting on who's going to score the most points in a given week, he's another good bet. Dude. His ceiling is ridiculous. The crazy thing with Richardson was I projected him coming into the season to be a very bad passer. Like it, yeah. I I didn't know what, what was it. To Michael think. Pittman was wide receiver forty. Yes. Yes. That is a good running <laughs> joke for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't like super high on Michael Pittman, but like I was like, you're crazy, dude. <laughs> you're crazy. It was a hot take. Um, yeah, I did I did not like Richardson as a passer. And then he came in and was like not amazing, but very competent. And then you add in what they did with him running the ball. It was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. He's terrifying. I will say some of the ceiling was like what he only played in how many games did he play in? He had seven offensive drives and scored five four touchdowns. Games. So he played in the first four he played in two of the first four games, right? So he played in the first four. But he was leaving him early. Yeah. So he had like a 45-yard touchdown run, I think. And when you play that little, that does skew the upside. So, yes. I mean, he's not going to score a 45-yard touchdown every game. But, dude, the ceiling is high. He never he played with Jonathan play. Taylor either. So that's going to help. He never played with Taylor. Taylor. Oh, that's right. He missed the first five. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's – and Pittman, I would assume, comes back. You, yeah. You've got a franchise You like downs as a slot. Guy, I mean, maybe they bring in, maybe they bring in a tight end. I've seen some stuff where they're Bowers isn't going to fall to fifteen, but if they were to trade up, if he falls a little bit, I saw Mike draft where he fell to fifteen, and Did I you? thought it was ridiculous, but yeah, I don't see that happening. But they could definitely be in the market for him, and so I, I like Richardson a lot. Yeah, they're probably going to get a pass catcher, I would imagine. Um, yeah. whatever that form takes, but and he has Shane Steichen. That's the thing. Dude, he is Steichen. Shane Steichen. So, Justin Herbert's rookie year, Shane Steichen was his offensive coordinator. Okay, I didn't realize that. And then Jalen Hurts, when I he had Hurt. his explosive year, obviously, Steichen was the offensive coordinator. Remember, Jalen Hurts couldn't throw going into that year. And then all of a sudden, he's throwing bombs. Yeah. He was not dinking and dunking his way to the QB. A.J. Brown helps do that. A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith help, but still. Still, he was – you still got to throw it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my man did go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl and so, almost so, beat him. I mean, he absolutely did. So Shane Steichen is... He's a cheat code. Yeah. And you don't have, he's not going anywhere. He's the head coach. It's not like he's the offensive coordinator. We'd love to see that. He is there. So and, Richardson's and success will be tied Bobby's, to him. Bobby Slowick, is that right, with Stroud? He could yeah. be gone next year. I'd be shocked if he, he was wasn't almost gone, gone next year. I felt like he was going to He was almost year. gone this year. I wanted him so bad. Landon is a Washington oh, yeah. fan. I don't know if he told him. I, I, I would have wanted him very badly. Yeah. I How do you feel about Dan Quinn? I, the day it happened, I was down, bro. Oh, I was, so, <laughs> I was so mad because I obviously I wanted Ben Johnson, if not Ben Johnson, Slowick or, or an offensive guy is what I wanted. Yeah. And then we got Dan. What happened with Bienemy? I'm very curious. I mean, honestly, I don't follow Washington that close. Like nobody is talking about Eric. So Bienemy just has not gotten opportunities for head coaching jobs, and I, I just. The only thing I've heard is he rows people the wrong way. Mm. At times, he's not the easiest guy to work with. But I wanted him. But the man wins. Yeah, I wanted him over Dan Quinn. But who knows? Maybe it'll be right. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury, I, I love the Kingsbury hire. Not because I think he's the mm. best offensive genius of all time, but because he was a coach in the NFL and it didn't really work out. Yeah. So hopefully he gets a couple years before – 
people are willing to give him a job again. Kingsbury, he runs like a lot of a lot more spread out offense yeah. than yeah. A lot of it too, which will is good for on, a few of the guys we'll be talking about coming up. Yeah, if so. if y'all take one of these quarterbacks, that we're I mean you're going. If, if we don't, I'm 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 a Chiefs fan. Full stop. If we don't, I'm a Chiefs fan. Um, we ended up at Richardson at eight. So at nine, we've so got. I, I will say this is the tier break. Yes. Where if I'm in a one QB, I want one of those eight guys. What are you doing if you have one of the other fill in the blanks? In a one QB, I, obviously QBs are far less valuable. I'm willing to pay up to get one of those eight guys. So because I wonder, the upside is massive in a one QB league. I wonder You're going this. for upside. I for the longest time I viewed quarterbacks as not super essential in a one quarterback league. Me too. And then this past season, something changed where I started looking at it like for the most part, yes, quarterbacks are not super duper important in a one QB. But those game changer quarterbacks yes. that upside. have crazy upside weeks, 40, I mean. upside. It, it, you you have at this point you have to treat it like tight end, where there's like five guys you want, but here it's there's eight guys you want. Right. Like if because tight end, at least if you somehow have two great tight ends, which is very rare, you can at least play one of them at flex. Yeah. Quarterback, you only get one. Like there's only one spot to play them. So if I don't have one of those eight, I'm willing to pay up for one of those eight, and. This is what I'm interested to hear how you guys feel because it goes right in the face of your makeup in Mully, which is one QB. I don't want two of these guys. Interesting. I do not want to. How many times did you play the wrong guy this year? A couple times, yeah. yeah. You texted me a lot. Like, dude, do I play Herbert or do I play Lamar? I'm like, I, I, I told you multiple times, trade one and just start the one you keep. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if I had, if Here I had was, two guys, say, say just Herbert and Lamar, yeah. I would be looking, I would pick the one I like, more, I would be looking to trade Herbert or whoever for like Jared Goff plus draft capital or just get like a backup quarterback. The problem was I could not get what I wanted for Herbert. Oh, I see. I kept trying to trade him for position players. I yeah. wanted an older running back, a receiver with some upside. And I tried to trade him for Derrick Henry. Yeah. Couldn't get that, it done. That's a super shallow league. It would probably be easier in a 12 team, but still, just I, I'm not interested in having that choice every week. It's not ideal. No, it's not. And I had drafted Anthony Richardson, so I've got You've three got of them. Three now. of those guys. Which, yeah, which I run a, Josh Allen and, and Justin Fields, so there's never a question for me. Like, I yeah. only had Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I streamed Geno in his bye week. Like, I, I only yeah. had Mahomes. It's not a bad problem to have to stream a guy when you don't have your top guy, but at yeah. the same time, it's also a first world problem to have three of the it top eight quarterbacks. It is a first world problem, but if I could, like, if you're in a deeper league and you could get. Tua and some draft capital or a wide receiver, I would much rather have that than two elite quarterbacks and you can only play one. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because in the granddaddy of them all, I think the the general feeling about quarterbacks is like if you've got one or if you if you have Jared Goff, you're fine. You've got a quarterback so I, that scores. I, I would want to get up. But the people, get the people too, in the league think, don't think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the value of these guys is what's somebody going to pay for them. And currently, nobody's well, paying Well, all anything. value is based on whatever league you play in. Like, That's true. But. So at least in this league, I was like, could I get Derrick Henry in a second? No. Wow. Okay. But, but in, <laughs> Wild. In, in general, I'm not talking about you specifically, but in general – in a one QB, I, I'm really not interested in having two of these guys. If you have it, two of them, great. Trade one. Yeah. Is what I would suggest. I tried. Yeah. Didn't work. 
Um, this is actually just an intervention for Josh. <laughs> That's all this podcast is. It's just is. sadness. You've got to trade one, Josh. I told him to do this many times throughout the season. Did I not? You did. And I tried, and it didn't work. Yeah. I kept. I was like, I want a first-round pick. Give me the 105 for Justin Herbert. Yeah. Nope. See, there you go. That's not happening. Not in that league, in, no. In that, in that league, if I needed a quarterback, I would. I would trade the 105 for it. I don't think I would trade the 104, but I would trade the 105. I wish I'd have known this before you acquired Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that was <laughs> you were the guy that I knew would want a quarterback. Yeah. But I had Lamar. I had Lamar before I traded him to you. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Number nine. Number nine is Kyler Murray. Okay. He's just outside the top eight. Did you have Murray ahead? Okay. I actually had Murray ahead of the guy we have at 10, but I changed it because in my mind, I still I think that Marvin Harrison Jr. will end up with the Cardinals, at least on paper as it sits. So if he goes there, I mean, the thing is, Kyler never popped this year. I think the most he had was 26 points we were talking about earlier. But he did that with nothing. I mean, nothing. He was at least 20, like – Seven or eight of the And he's coming off an ACL, and he did that. So if he gets Marvin Harrison Jr., maybe they sign. Maybe they bring back Marquise Brown. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But maybe they bring somebody else in a free agency. Like, he can only go up from here. Like, we saw his floor with nobody. Yeah. Yeah, no. I love Kyler. They have a lot of the stuff you want. Like, the play caller turned out to be gold. I don't even remember his name, but it was a first-year play caller. He was great. I don't know who he is. (laughs) <laughs> they've got they drafted Paris Johnson so he's got his tackle of the future Trey McBride I mean he's locked in now I think he's a top five yeah, tight end yeah he, and he loved McBride down the stretch yeah love McBride to be fair that, that was his only target that's all he had was Trey McBride yeah and I guess who's the other guy is it Wilson Michael, Michael Wilson, Wilson. Yeah, he's okay he had a fine rookie year we were talking yeah. about this earlier like he could be a Tyler Boyd down, yeah, he, down he the line a, he was, I mean he was fine yeah. a good three he's, 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 he's a really good real life player for your team yeah, like you need that wide receiver three that gives you something. So I wonder if so. <clears throat> our guy at ten is Caleb Williams. Yep. I know you have many thoughts about Kyler versus Caleb Williams. Well, I was I was the only one that had Caleb ahead. Now, uh, if I will say if if Marvin Harrison does not go to the Cardinals, it's a different arc. If it's a different conversation. Yes. I'm just taking Caleb just because he's for sure going to go 101. I'm not saying that's going to be the Bears pick, but he's going to be the first player drafted. And the upside is just well worth it. Like, he's a better prospect on everyone's board than C.J. Stroud was. I'm not saying he's going to be better than C.J. Stroud was this year, but, like, the prospect profile, I can think of maybe three or four guys in our lifetime higher than him as as far as we've heard about this guy for years now. Yeah, He's going to go 101. If he goes to the Bears, it's not the worst place. Like, they got DJ Moore. They got a tight end in Cole Komet, who's not nothing. He's fine. He's, He's fine. Good. And then they have the eighth pick where they could take a wide receiver there, take a tackle there. I see Odunze mock there all the time. Yeah, yeah, I see that too. And then there's a ton of wide receivers in this draft, so they could get one at the 40th pick or whatever their second-round pick is. So yeah. it's not a bad – it's not about now, Eberflus is the problem, right? Defensive head Jeez. coach who's – I'd be shocked if he's there next year, but I just – the upside is – Well, the reason Eberflus would be there next year is because Caleb Williams is really good. That would be the reason Eberflus has a job yeah. next year. So, so Ben, you have you have Kyler in a league, I do. in a super flex league. What, if you were offered the 101, you'd turn it down? 
It would it would all depend. It's because it only I would not take it as it sits. Okay. I would I want to see the I would do it after the draft. After the draft. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So the the one stat I pulled for Kyler is that in no season in his career he's averaged less than 18 points per game. No, he's he's firmly ahead. Of, there's there's not an argument for anyone under him on this list. Right. Other than Caleb, I'm saying anybody who's in the NFL right now to be ahead of him. Right. Other than the guys we've already named. He's firmly that guy. Yeah, I don't want to be pushed on that. If somebody came to me and I had Kyler and offered me the 101. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that you mentioned that. I would take I would the 101. Because you uh, we had yeah. a conversation just, you know, between the two of us, like who's a guy you don't want to be tested on, and yours was Puka. I'm like, I, I would not want to be tested on Kyler. Like I have him in a few leagues. Don't don't try to get him, please. Like I don't want to have to make a decision. <laughs> I, I love Kyler. I think he has a – he's one of the highest floor players – Yes. There is. I think most people would prefer the 101 for to Kyler. Yeah, I would. But I I don't know what I would do in that situation. I don't yeah. have that situation, so I don't have to deal with it, but I don't know what I would do. I would take the pick. I like Kyler. But I mean, it is I love I love it is it is so incredibly close that I don't think it it matters. Whichever one you personally prefer, yeah, take that one. You're not going to lose your league cuz you have Kyler Murray. No, you I'll won't. say that. It is wild, though, that like the 101, the generational quarterback prospect we're talking about, uh-huh. is slotted in at 10, where you want that guy to be so much higher. Well, there's just so many good young quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, and, and he could be. We could, I mean, it's just, we know what Joe Burrow is. We know what Justin Herbert, we don't really know what Caleb Williams is. Yeah. So we're being... Conservative in this, I think, and it, and I don't, I don't think like if he is, he does live up to the hype. Like it's still not going to kill you to still have Joe Burrow and not Caleb Williams. Yeah, no, no, nobody will be mad. And I've I've seen that a lot where people bring up Joe Burrow in offers for the one hundred and one. Yeah, because because he's been injured this past season, um, and you're probably losing Tyler Boyd and T Higgins. I know, but still, he's a name that there was a value dip, and so people are trying to capitalize on it, and that comes up in conversations for if you get offered. Yeah, he's a buy. Yeah, he's a buy. I, I would say we're probably higher on him than a lot of places. Oh yeah, and keep trade could like he's like eight or something like is that. He, is he really? He was low last time I saw. Now, he might be up since then, but he was low. I think generally speaking, we are higher on Herbert and Burrow than most people. Yeah. Hot take. Hot take podcast here. <laughs> Um, okay, 11, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. What do you do with Trevor Lawrence? I think, I mean, last year at this time, he was like, what, seven? He was like eight. Or seven or people eight. People were talking about him leaping Herbert. Well, this is the year, the, the, the really? thing is, he. this was the year he was supposed to make a leap. Like, you've got Calvin Ridley, like, you've got Doug Peterson, like, everything's supposed to line up. This was supposed to be his Josh Allen year three, make a jump and do something, and he didn't. He fell flat on his face. Like he didn't have a terrible season. He, se- he wasn't. Awful. Didn't have a terrible season, but like you, you got all the weapons you needed, and I don't think he broke. Like he had maybe one thirty-point game. Well, he he got in the middle of the season. He had I think two back-to-back thirty-point games, and then it was the game he got hurt, and yeah. he played the rest of the season hurt, and his value has plummeted since then. Plummeted since then, but even so, I mean, yeah, he he was supposed to he was supposed to break out, and he was like. 15 to 18 points a game, and then he had the two 30-point weeks. And then, 
we have we have not seen the high ceiling with him. No. Or really the high floor. No. Like he's had stretches where he's been really good, but you you, you can't have him ahead of Kyler. There's a graphic floating around on the internet <clears throat> of a blind player comparison between Trevor Lawrence and an anonymous player, and it's like uh, wins, losses, uh, yards, QBR, touchdowns, interceptions, and the two people are very similar. And you swipe through, you look at them all, and you say, okay, cool, whatever. You swipe through, and then you realize the comp, the twin to Trevor Lawrence is Daniel Jones. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, that's depressing. I'll give you a hot take. In that scenario, I'll take Lawrence. Give me that one. Give me, give me Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, obviously he had a disastrous rookie year. I mean, like, yeah, it was real bad. That was just that's that's a fluke though. Like, you can yeah, throw the yeah, rookie year out the window. I, I, I don't want to really hear about care that. that much about that. But the the disappointing thing is the expected jump that didn't happen, and now you might lose Ridley. I have seen, and I, and I would be okay with this as an owner, but maybe I T. Know, Higgins goes you there. You would be so okay with this. I would love that. Yeah. I would prefer C.J. Stroud get him, but no. And I, think, and I think, yeah, I I, I actually think he might be a little bit of a buy right now relative to – not relative to the other quarterbacks. I think this is proper – this is right for the other quarterbacks. Yeah. But there's I think there's a lot of flex players, people value more than Trevor Lawrence and Superflex, that I don't know if should be up there. Yeah. I'm just more curious. Who off the top of your head, like, would you be thinking of, like, a flex player? Like, the... I think you could get anything lower than wide receiver seven. Like, I'm talking I'm talking your Jalen Waddles, your Chris Olaves. I think people... I think, like, in, in uh, startups, I think those guys are going ahead of a, a Trevor Lawrence a lot of places. I think I would want Lawrence in a super flex. And like a, I feel like in a more shallow league, like I might would take the the skill players, or like in a deeper league, I might take the skill players. But like in a shallower super flex league, I would still take Lawrence there. You just gotta have. He's a very good. If he's your QB two, you feel good. Yeah, I don't want him as my QB one. If he's your QB two, you feel good. Yeah, I don't. Know. And I know we have him at eleven. So in a twelve team, that's like a QB one technically. But right, I don't feel I don't feel great if he's my QB one. Because who knows? Maybe maybe he does pop off this year. I don't know, but we expected it last year and it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm. He did. There was a lot of plays where he should have scored, and for whatever reason, they just didn't. Like no. remember when Travis Etienne had his crazy run during the season with touchdowns? And that's one thing. Etienne had a lot of touchdowns, and, and they, they were like twelve yard touchdowns, eight yes. yard. T- they weren't like goal line, like. And they were also on drives when he would have a touchdown to Calvin Ridley where he would get one foot in. That's crazy how many times he's got one foot in. I follow Fantasy Guides on Instagram. They have a really good page. Um, And they do like a missing points thing. And Calvin Ridley was like far and away he missed the most points this year. He missed like 50 points or something. I don't remember. Yeah, just like I think it was six or seven touchdowns he missed out on. Yeah, I – I think this is right for Trevor Lawrence's ranking, but just relative to some other flex players, I think he's fallen maybe a bit too far. Yeah. Like he's in, in like startups, he's going like late second, early third. Interesting. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And I think that's a great value. Interesting. At 12, we have Jaden Daniels. I like this one. Yeah. I like this one a lot. And this is one, dude, like, 
I mean, this could shoot up at the draft. I'm not talking about how he performs. I mean, like we're we're kind of baking him him to New England. I think, dude, if he goes to like Atlanta, if Atlanta trades up, which I think there is a strong chance they do, they may go get Justin Fields. We'll see, but I think there is a chance Atlanta goes up to three. He definitely jumps Trevor if that's the case. Yes. And then you're, there's a conversation with Kyle. Is he a better quarterback than them? Probably not. I don't know. But you're walking into a situation with a brand new OC, the guy from the Rams. So like I, I mean that dude can he can coach. And you get Drake London and Kyle Pitts and beat him, probably. Like, if he goes to Atlanta, is he the 102 in Superflex? In rookie drafts, yeah. Ahead of Marv? Mm, no. It's close. It's very ahead of Caleb and Marv is what I'm asking. Oh, not ahead of Caleb. I would still. It would no, be. No, no, I'm saying Caleb and Marv at the 101, and then Daniels at the 102. Or do those two guys still go 101 and 102? Daniels is the 103. Yes, that. See I think there's a strong argument for Daniels at two, though. In a, su- in a super flex league, I think there's a strong argument. There is a strong argument, and it's not incorrect to say Daniels over Harrison, but yeah. I don't think I could. Nobody was taking AR over Bijan last year, and now you'd love exactly. to have AR. That's the thing, too, is like you quarterbacks are so valuable on Superflex. So valuable. And it's so tough to see the range of outcomes where they become more valuable than a Bijan or yeah. a... It It is harder, I will say, it is harder to peg a quarterback like to be good. Like, wide receivers are super easy to evaluate. You, you can kind of tell who's going to be good there. But when your quarterback hits, it is so much more valuable. Oh, dude. It's a force multiplier. People were getting C.J. Stroud at the 106 in rookie drafts. He went at the 107, I think, in, in one our other main league. Gentlemen, yeah. I mean, that was – He went in the 106, I think. I think it was 106. Bryce Young got taken before him. I took Bryce Young at the 105. That's right. And then traded him for – before the season even started. The first time I saw him put on pads <laughs> and, and stand and look like a middle schooler. The, he, the like, offensive line stood up and he vanished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, shoot. I got I did, I got a early first, a early 24 first and something in that oh, deal. Geez. So I feel I feel good about it. Now, that I got I got what's the 104 this year Yeah, for Young and something else. I mean, I could go. I don't right know if now. you could get a first for Bryce Young right now. You would. Late first. Yeah, I mean, you're talking 110. His value is falling a ton, but I would pay 110, 111. He's, or 110, not 110. He's – okay, we're talking about Bryce Young. Is is he going to bounce back in a fantasy perspective at all? He's going to gain in value. Yes. Like, this if is, you buy him now, you can sell him for more in six months. But yeah. I don't know if he's ever going to be a top 12 play. He's so small, I don't know. He's so, so small. And, like, small. As, is he like a good quarterback? I think yes. he could be. Yeah. But for fantasy, especially with no weapons, like it's going to be so long for you see any return on investment there. Dude was so good despite them being horrific everywhere. He's smart. Like he he didn't his numbers are terrible. But just like when you watch him play you're like this should be even more of a tire fire than it is. At least they have their first round pick to get a receiver, right? Yeah. <laughs> About that. No they don't. <laughs> They they have no playmakers and they're not getting any. They got a lot of money. They can they can go get somebody. They got to use all the money to get anybody to want to come play there though. They're turning into the new Washington fill in the blanks, where you got to overpay Red for free agents. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> uh, Thirteen Brock Purdy. Yeah. Some people might not like this one. Some people might not, but 
Dude, what was he, I'm, QB6 I guarantee this year? You there's people that want him in the top eight, and there's people that want him outside the top 17, probably. Outside the top 18. He's hard. hard. The, the hard. argument that if you are picking from the actual real-life QBs, I mean, I, 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 it's still hard to place him there. But in that 49ers system, he is awesome. He's going to score points. I mean, what do you want me to say? He was the, what, QB6, you said? I think so. Is he Is he this year's version of what Geno Smith was last year, though? I think he's better than Geno. He was this last year, though. He yeah. was really good last year when he came on. Like I, He I, didn't stop. Am I convinced he's right now going to get a $200 million second contract? No. But for the next he two will. years, like he will, he will get a two. If he if he does this the next two years, he will. But I'm saying right now, they're not paying him this offseason. No, but, but I'm saying like he's he's QB six. If but like if he could win a Super Bowl today, yeah. today he's if, in his second year. He's the QB six. If if his contract was up today, he would get paid a two hundred million dollar contract. He would I know get, he can't. He would get paid two hundred million dollars. He would get, if it was up today. He would get paid. He's not getting two hundred. They wouldn't pay him like Justin Herbert. You can't pay him. No, like maybe that. not. But it, Herbert got like two seventy five. And surely he has to know, like you, like the, he would. Yes, he would collapse if they paid him two hundred million dollars. <laughs> but in that system, with the weapons he's got, like if he takes a team friendly contract, he ain't going anywhere. Yeah, and I mean, there's a chance that we are way too low on him. There's definitely a chance. There's a, I mean, would you be shocked if the next three years he outperforms Kyler? I wouldn't be shocked. I would be surprised, but not shocked. Yeah, I mean, it's it's possible, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he he is one of the guys though that I think is probably a better NFL quarterback than a fantasy quarterback because he's capable of running, but he's not a runner. I think the opposite. I see. Yeah, I agree. Really? I think he. Yeah, he's, he's the QB six. You think he's the sixth best quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> no. No, I think he's. I think he's a great <laughs> fantasy quarterback because. But then just body slammed you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not gonna have those same weapons for the next filling. That's true. However many years, McCaffrey's like, got what a couple years. The Bills come and do Ayuk. Like next year, I think everybody's still there. But after that, yeah, people are starting to leave. You can't have this same roster for more than one more year. Yeah. So once Kittle's gone or retires, once Ayuk signs somewhere else, once Debo. Once Christian McCaffrey's contract comes up, like the Bills coming due. I think Brock Purdy had more 30-point games than Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I'm sure he did. Uh, yeah. Trevor yeah. Lawrence was awful. Brock for like Purdy had some massive year. games. He would blow up. Because he would, he would go out and he'd be a super efficient 22 to 26 for Throw for 220 and yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, I, he's here at 13, and we could be low. We could be. He sh- he could be six. We could be low. <laughs> I mean, gosh. And I, I I do not think he's as good as Ben does in real life. Ben Ben likes him a lot. I don't. I I, I feel like if I love, I don't think he's an amazing quarterback. But in he's these, just, it is the system that he is in. And you want to argue like, well, if he wasn't in this, another system, he wouldn't be as good. Maybe so. But he's not in another system. He's in this one, and he's really good in it. Yeah. No, I. You gotta have him up. You gotta have him high. Yeah, he's the QB six. I yeah. mean, Tua's in a. If you put Tua in here, he'd be great. And you put like Tua's a system quarterback. I mean, none of us would take Tua over Purdy, and Tua's got great weapons too. Right, Tua Dude, has Purdy. better weapons than Purdy. Yeah, at least at the receiver position. Yeah, he doesn't uh, have cumul- the tight end and running back. Cumulatively, but, but Purdy give me has Purdy. Weapons. 
for sure. I mean, yeah. like if you were I if you were Purdy, ranking, Purdy's a better quarterback than Tua. I think so too. I think he's better than Tua. Yeah, yeah. I do too. He was drafted, and seven. Tua Tua's about to get a two hundred million dollar contract. I'm not convinced. You can't pay him that. But he's going to get paid that. I'll believe it when I see it. You can't pay him that. I'll believe it. I don't. He's not going to get the Herbert Hertz contract, but he's because he's going to get five years. It might be just two hundred million. Dude, I don't want to get into Tua because my problems with Tua are not fantasy problems; they're real life problems. So yeah. He's not even not in as top a person 15. as a, as an NFL quarterback. He cannot as a human being. Actually, I'm just very against the Samoans or whatever he is. <laughs> uh, at 14, speaking of guys that are divisive, Jordan Love. We're probably too. We pro, we are lower than consensus oh, on Jordan dude, Love. I see him. Go, I've seen him on just some mock drafts and stuff, like uh, startup mock drafts, going in the first round. So, Brock Purdy. Ahead of Kyler, ahead of the 101, ahead of, I mean, high. This is fascinating because Brock Purdy was the QB6. Yep. Do you know off the top of your head where Jordan Love finished? I mean, probably high. I mean, he... It he, was five. Yeah, he came on hot the last, like, six, eight weeks. And then the playoff game against Dallas is going to skew people. Like You love yeah. that. Oh, I loved that. that, that was, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was less of a Jordan Love thing, and it's more of you hate yeah, the Cowboys. No, I, just, I just don't like the Cowboys. Um, but he was great. Yeah, he was he really was good. Great. He threw thirty-two touchdowns. I think that's why we're a little lower, just because of the recency bias that people have with him. There's a lot of recency bias. Yeah, and he is good. Say? He is good. Don't get me wrong. I think he is good. Yeah. What did you say he was on keep trade? Keep trade cut nine. I would have to look that up. I thought you I said think it was it, nine earlier. I think it was. It was around there. I'm I sure he was. I, I've seen point. him in the top ten. I'm, yeah, I'm sure he was at some point. Like I said, I've seen him as a first round startup pick. Yeah. How do you value him versus? I mean, I know Purdy is ahead of him in our rankings right now, but he was better than Purdy this past year. I would take. I had Love higher in the, in our in the rankings. I would take Love over Purdy, but it's right. I mean, they're back to back basically. They were back to back for me. Yeah, they were back to back. Jordan Love is the QB. Oh, good, you found it. Uh, he's QB nine on keep yeah. trade cut. There we go. He's ahead of Kyler, ahead of Trevor. He's probably right around. They probably have the one hundred one right there. Give me Kyler. Do they have Caleb Williams and keep trade cut yet? No, they do not. Okay. They probably have the one hundred one. They probably you can, do. You can add in picks. Yeah. And, well, I'm just, I'm sitting here. Throw throw in the value and just see where the 101 is versus. Uh, the 101 is right. Wow, they have the 101 right behind Jordan Love. Wow. So according that to that is Keith insane. Trade, if somebody offered you the 101 for Jordan Love, the correct answer would be Jordan Love. If someone offers you the 101 for Jordan Love, take it. You Please. should take that and just. I can think of like and the I like people Love. who take I who have the 101. Like if you offer Jordan Love, they would laugh in your face. Yeah. Yeah, I like Love. Take the one on one. Yeah. Take the pick. Yeah, I do think Matt Lafleur is great at what he does, and I think I think he is a solid. If he's if Jordan Love is your QB two in a superflex, I feel good. I feel really good. But come on, the one on one. Yeah, That's the pick little... is like Kyler? it's so much more versatile too. Like you can do so more. Much with more it. versatile. It's honestly the pick itself is probably more is worth more than just attaching a name to it. Like the yeah. just having the one oh one, you can do a lot with it. You can flip it for 
Because you you're going to have guys that like you can. Uh, a guy who wants Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah. Like, he's good on quarterback. I want Marvin. So I know there's one league we're in. It's a super flex league. There's a dude that has said from the get-go, he's got the one-on-one. He's taking Marvin Harrison Jr. So it's like, well, I guess we know what he's doing. Like, for some people, just having that pick is worth more there's than a There's a, a league player. where I have the 101. I will be taking Marvin Harrison Jr. Now, I also have the 102. So I'll take <laughs> <laughs> Take whatever quarterback right after that. It'll be Caleb Yeah, Williams. I mean – uh, the last guy here, number 15, is Dak Prescott. I love Dak's value. And I, I would I don't like the Cowboys, but I You would not buy him. I would not buy him just because I don't have any Cowboys ever. But Dak's value are you kidding me? What was he? The QB what? Two? Two or three? Was he that high? He's what tw- is he twenty nine or thirty? He's twenty nine. Twenty nine, he's he was QB three. Going into his age thirty season and he you want to talk about a contract? Wait till y'all see this contract he's about to get. You will be shocked. I think he's got like a $55 million cap hit this year. You are going to be shocked at this contract he's about to sign. You're going to be like, it's going to come out of nowhere too. It's going to be on ESPN for two weeks. People are just going to talk about It's going to come out of nowhere, and you're going to be like, he got what? He's about to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. AAV, yes. I promise. Like That's a guarantee I would make. Because if, if they don't pay him this year, he is an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. Quarterbacks do not become unrestricted free agents ever. Unless no. you're, you know, Kirk Cousins about to. But, like, Kirk Cousins is, like, the best quarterback ever that's been an unrestricted free agent. And he's 36. Dude, Kirk's – I was listening to, like, the Pat McAfee show, and they were talking, like, what kind of money is Kirk going to get? Like, he, he's going to get, like, $50 million. He's going to get at least 45 Yeah. And Dak, as an unrestricted free agent, sheesh. Yeah, if you get into a bidding war with an upper echelon starting quarterback, yeah, that would be insane. He, they, that was the case with the contract that he's playing on right now, where it was like yep. they have to pay him. They have to, but like he's not worth what he's about to get paid. But they have to pay him. He's never going to win you a Super Bowl. And he's not worth what he's about to get paid now. But they, I mean, even after that playoff game, they, they've got to, because you can't get anything better with that. That roster is way too good to get a top pick. He's better than Tua, but like it's it's sort of the same argument. Like, do the Dolphins pay him? Like, you're not going to get anybody better, most likely, but he's not worth it, right? Yeah. So all that being said, his value in Dynasty, wow, it's too low. I mean, yeah, especially when you have the coming out party that was Ceedee Lamb this year, and you can just sort of project that over the next few years. That connection. And this isn't Dak's first monster season. He's had other huge seasons. Yeah. I was telling you about, we were talking about the year that he broke his leg, how he was on pace for like 6,000 yards or something. Yeah. It was that insane. was insane. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. So he's he's definitely shown flashes of this. The, the problem with Dak is he has years like he did, I guess now two years ago when he had 15 picks and only 23 touchdowns. Yeah. And he was awful. But that's not a fancy problem. That's a real problem that I love. I love that. I get far more pleasure in a Cowboys loss than I do any other. I don't have any football. dog in the fight. I just it's just funny every year to me. I just like watching Stephen A. Smith's How you About Them Cowboys videos. Yeah. I mean man. You, you can guarantee I'm looking up Stephen A. Smith oh. the, every day after a Cowboys <laughs> oh, loss. You're going to Twitter immediately just to see those forty second videos he does where he makes those dumb faces and you're like just just waiting for the Ernestine held video and then where he, Stephen A. Smith is throwing away a jersey. And then also the Skip Bayless video where 
Yeah, yeah, you said Ernestine. Yeah, you meant Skip, right? Is that what I said? Yeah, you said Stephen, Stephen A. Yeah, where Skip yeah. is throwing away a jersey. I love yeah, on first take, too, because every time after a Dallas Cowboys, you've got, like, Dan Orlovsky and Shannon, like, trying to actually, like, figure it out. And, like, this is the problem. And Stephen A's just the whole time, like, I've been telling you, there's no statistics behind it. I mean, Stephen A's just wearing a belt buckle. <laughs> it is must-see TV. That's so good. That's amazing. Um, that's our top 15 quarterbacks. And uh, is there anything else we want to get into before we go watch the Super Bowl? I mean, there's there's guys that probably are surprising people that aren't on the list. Tua is not on the list. Justin Tua? Fields. I had I actually had Justin Fields on mine. You did just because I think he will be a starting quarterback He's next year. Now I also agree with you too that it is very likely that he does not have a job next either the year after next or potentially even during next season. Yeah, if he He's, plays bad. If he, if he plays, plays bad, bad, dude. But there's a chance like he goes to Atlanta. I mean, like. You talk about Jaden Daniels. I mean, if he goes to Atlanta, those are awesome weapons you got to deal with. He's in my top fifteen. If he goes to Atlanta, I will say that. Yeah, the weapons but, would boost that. And in Tua, I mean, he just had a pretty big season too. But I just, I don't know. And maybe, and it's possible we're suffering from recency bias on him. But I just love Dak. I mean, I love Dak's value. Yeah, I mean, Dak is Dak is a better version, more consistent version of Tua when he's at his best. Yep. And Tua is always going to be tied to how good his weapons are. So, like, once he gets paid and those weapons yep. start to go away because you can't afford it under the salary cap, how good is he by himself? He's not. Another guy's golf. Yeah. Golf, I think he's not going anywhere. He's about to get a big contract, too. He's in, good gracious, is there a better situation? No. Plays in a double. All those weapons. Laporta, line. Ben Johnson's coming back for one more year, and he's just – He's another guy. I feel really good with him as my QB two. Yeah, I feel, I feel like really I feel like those guys like like t- like golf and Fields. It's kind of like the contending versus rebuilding argument with like running backs and stuff like McCaffrey up there. I feel like they're fine if you're trying to win a championship. Go get them. Like that feels fine to me. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all we got. Uh, we're gonna go watch the Super Bowl. Landon, thanks for coming. Super Bowl. Oh yeah, appreciate you this joining. Was great. We- Talked about it for a little bit. We now, should get so. you on this more often. This was good. This was a blast. Anytime we can get us all three in person doing it too. Yeah. That always makes it more. Kind fun. of mediate the Josh trying to use cold hard facts, and I'm <laughs> I'm just seeing red the whole time because I'm passionate about certain players. Because <laughs> you're telling me how DeAndre Swift's going to the Chargers. Yeah. And Dude, if any Josh trying to put back, Joe Burrow at like if, QB ten, and <laughs> if every thing Ben wanted to happen for fantasy happened, DeAndre Swift would be a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he would be <laughs> elite, boy. I mean, you're looking at LaDainian Thomas in 2.0. You're yeah. looking at Kyle Pitts is Travis Kelsey. DeAndre Swift gets 30. Don't tell me you touchdowns. don't want to see that, too. Oh, I de- I, I'm a Kyle Pitts owner. Nobody would be mad, but Ben would be the In happiest. one league, so. Yeah. This was good. Yeah. Let's go watch Patrick Mahomes win himself another Super Bowl. Patty, number three. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.